Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 188. There is no such thing as a mind. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. So apparently we have entered into the changeable phase of um, the there's no such thing as theme. So a few weeks ago, there was an episode called there's no such thing as willpower. Today we have there's no such thing as a mind. I have a couple ideas. There's a lot of things, a lot of things out there that aren't really things. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of just isness, thisness that really appears to be a, a thing to a mind. Um, so really we could, we could go on this. There's no such thing as theme forever, uh, for a really long time, but I probably won't, but I do love a good theme. <laughs> I do love when it, when it jumps out and then it's like, Ooh, then we can look at that over here and over here, because I think it just, I don't know, just as a, a way of teaching and pointing, it's just really, really helpful to see, um, Oh yeah, there's no such thing as willpower and to dive into that and really look at it and then pop out of that and see, you know, mind is the same thing and this is the same thing and that's the same thing. It's um that kind of repetition and and seeing these incredibly incredibly simple truths about how how our experience works or how however you would say that to see how these super super simple little truths can explain and, and, and kind of point to everything. So, um, so right around the time when I, I recorded, there's no such thing as willpower. I wrote, um, a short article for my blog, um, that was called the mind isn't real. And I'm going to read it to you. It's basically what we're talking about here. There's no such thing as a mind. So it said, this supposed thing we call a mind isn't real. That may be obvious. Mind isn't a thing. It's just another thought label used to lump more thought together to give it an apparent source. Like, this is what my mind says, or that's just what minds do, that sort of thing. Mind may be a helpful shortcut as far as concepts go, but it's nice to remember that it's nothing but an unreal concept. Otherwise, you might walk around feeling as if you actually have a mind, it's your mind, and it's behaving or misbehaving in any given moment. All of those thoughts are part of a me and my mind story that is simply a story. When we back up from concepts, there's just energy. Energy manifesting as thought, feeling, actions, identities, preferences, and energy manifesting as the labels, thought, feeling, actions, identities, preferences. One energy giving way to what appear to be different words, which appear to signify different things. But different is a concept too. There's really just this. So that's what I wrote about um, the mind isn't real. There's no such thing as a mind. And always, always, like the question for me is who cares? Why, why does this matter? Like why talk unless it's, unless it's helpful in some way? So 
this this is a great a great place to insert that question. Like, why does this matter? And you know, I think it matters because when it looks like there's a thing, whether it's willpower or me or a mind or anything, it just seems a lot more real. And we and we can see it. It seems really solid and it seems potentially really dangerous. It's either friend or foe because that's just how our mind is. It's just how a brain is. It's just trying to protect you. So it's like you're the subject. There's all kinds of objects out there. In an instant, without our awareness, everything is friend or foe. Everything is dangerous or safe. Again, you're, you're not doing this. You're not aware of this. It's just, it's just how a mind walks around slapping labels and judgments on all of these things that look like solid, real objects. So when it looks like there's a mind, for me, when I thought that it was, there was a mind, it was my mind at that, it was like it was this entity. It was a thing. Now, again, I I don't know. I'm sure you could have had a conversation with me and I'd say, yeah, I don't really know what a mind is. I mean, there's a, we think there's a, a there's an apparent thing called a brain. There's mind that it's a little slipperier, slipperier, right? Like what's mind? I don't know. We give that, we know in a sense that that's sort of the label for like what a brain does or it's a label that we attach to how thought shows up. Who knows? It's kind of slippery. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's slippery. A mind will take a slippery concept and still turn it into a thing. So it looked like there is this entity, there is this solid thing called a mind or called my mind, and it had qualities. You know, it was dangerous or safe, and it had qualities that we could look at. Like it would talk about food a lot, and it would worry quite a bit and had for a long time. And it would like to count things and I don't know, whatever, right? Whatever it does. Like these look like qualities of a mind, which looked like an entity. And it looked like my mind. So so it was like, okay, are you on my side or are you against me? If I'm if if I'm a me and 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 there's again my thought, you know, mind thought, always looking for like survival and how do we stay safe and what's next, what's next, what's next. Never this here now, just what's next, what's coming. What can I do? How can this be better? How can this be safer? I mean, to have that look like some entity that again was kind of on your side or against you, it, it just, it gave it so much perceived power. Now it never really has any power because it doesn't exist, but it felt solid. It felt dangerous. It had these qualities that made it seem really solid and dangerous. It, because it felt like an entity that was potentially dangerous and against me much of the time, of course, of course, I, or more thought, would try to change it. Of course, right? So it's like, okay, well, this is what my mind says, or this is what my mind does. Well, let me, let me see that in a different way. Let me see if I can rewire it. Let me see if I can even even just see it for what it is. It's like it can look like a thing that we need to see differently, you know? So there's so much energy, so much work, so much me, so much kind of fighting and a real heaviness, a real heavy, a felt heaviness that I think comes from 
seeing a mind or or assuming that we have this mind and it's a real entity that has some qualities that we either like or don't like. When it isn't my mind or even a mind at all, when there is no mind, what's the alternative to that? Like, what are we left with if we want to say there's no such thing as, as a mind? Then what? <laughs> you know, then there's just, there's just this. There's just life appearing as whatever this looks like, whatever this is. It's not, well, my mind won't stop worrying about this bad thing happening or my mind has a habit, my mind has an addiction, my mind runs hot, is very anxious or or runs low and is very depressed. It's just this. It's before labels, it's before generalization, it's just whatever's showing up now. There is, when it, when it, when we're loose on the extent to which we think there's a mind and we're just in what's showing up, there isn't so much continuity. There isn't so much cause and effect. There's nothing really holding things together because a mind is what appears to be this entity that we each have that acts in a certain way. All that is is cause and effect and continuity. By continuity, I mean like, it did this before, it's going to do this again. You know, there's like a thread that runs through everything that shows up. It's just like a, it's just like kind of an overlay. It's like life is just appearing as life is appearing. It's just showing up as energy and, and again, maybe as thoughts and stories and feelings and all kinds of stuff. But, but there's a, there's another, there's an overlay. There's another thought that runs through that that says, oh yeah, this is looking just like it looked before. And oh, we don't like this. When this happens, that's a bad thing. And when that happens, it's a good thing. It's nothing but still just life appearing as it is. It's still just what's arising right now in this moment. But it's so easy. We all know this because we've been conditioned to see it this way, to attribute that to a mind. You know, there's this separate thing that makes it makes it this way. And and I don't know, I, ho- I hope you can just get a little feel for the freedom, I don't know, the openness, the, 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 I hate the word potential, but I just said it, potential or possibility or just, just what's there without, when it doesn't so much appear like there's some entity that's responsible for all of this and running the show when we aren't at that big level of generalization of me and my mind, I love this line in here. Um, All of those thoughts are just part of a me and my mind story that is simply a story. So it's like life just arises. It just appears as whatever it appears as. And part of what it appears as is a story about me and my mind. I'm feeling this because my mind always goes here. I'm thinking this because it's really important. I'm I'm thinking that because that happened in my past. Like that is just thought too. That is just life arising too as as whatever it's arising as a me and my mind story and it's a story. And it's just so important and helpful in so many ways to see that and remember that. When someone experiences a problem, a lot of the time you can sort of attribute it back to a mind. 
So for sure in the work I do, right, when someone has a habit or anxiety or depression, they would say sometimes in the first two minutes, like the problem is my mind. This is what my mind is doing and I don't like it. It needs to be different. But even out in the world at large with all kinds of issues and problems, so often, again, it looks like there's something about me. And that thing about me, whether we say it or not, is like, here's how life's showing up for me. Here's what my mind does. Here's how my experience looks. My, 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 me, 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 always, or else there wouldn't be a problem. So again, all of that, just see if you can get a sense for all of that me and my, and here's how it goes and how it should be going, or or here's how I feel and how I should be feeling. It's all tied in with this idea that there's some mind entity that has some qualities that's somewhat reliable or stable that's either good to us or bad to us that sort of run in the show. There's there's something in that. There's some thread of that, some whiff of that in almost every problem, I think. And again, when we really look, I've done, I've talked so much recently um, here and elsewhere about generalization. You know, how when we really look, there's just what's showing up. There's just what's arising, period. Period. There's just this, just this. And then in this and as part of this will be, again, stories and meaning and labels. And so so look at something like anxiety. It's a whole episode on this. There's There's just energy. But then that energy, a mind takes that energy and extracts labels. This is anxiety. And it extracts stories. This anxiety comes around all the time and it's getting worse and it shouldn't be. And it extracts continuity. It used to be this way and it's and it's now it's this way and it'll probably be that way in the future. It puts all kinds of, you know, personal, it's all all baked into me. It's all happening to me. So that's all in there too. But it's like you can feel you're moving from just life, just sensation, just energy, even those are generalized words, obviously, they're generalizations because they're language. But we're moving from something closer to just this energy, what is, to label upon label upon label, and then it's all attributed to another pretty big generalization, a mind. This is what a mind does. I mean, you just can feel how complicated it gets and how with every level of generalization, every every new generalization, just as I say it, it's like it feels heavier and heavier and heavier. Like, wow, this is a problem. This is a thing. It's solid. There's a lot, there's stuff that needs to change and get worked through and fixed when you're looking at it like that. Anything at a, in a generalized way is going to feel that way. I mean, so often just hearing people talk about what's going on for them. And and again, it, the story is so complicated and that's not us being complicated. That's what a mind does. It, it abstracts, abstracts and extracts all of this meaning and, and story from just some sensation and some energy. And that stuff gets complicated and then it needs to make sense of it. And so it has to connect more dots and tell more stories. You know, like I think about some of the most complicated, heavy conversations, I think, are, you know, when someone's really struggling with something like, um, like they, like they're trying to be out of a habit or they want to lose weight, let's say. And, 
and their mind is just going to the past and the data and the research and all the things and spinning it into this really, really heavy story of that they're feeling as this contraction in their body as they're talking about it. They're feeling the heaviness of it in the and the contracted body that that feels to a mind or thought will say, um, oh yeah, this is me and this is a problem. Look at, look how horrible this feels. This is a real problem. I try to lose weight. I eat these things. It doesn't work. I only, it makes me upset that I eat more. And you can just feel it with every, every trip around that circle, circular story. It's heavier and heavier and more contracted and more constricted, which only makes it seem to, to, you know, thought will say, yep, see, there's evidence. It really is a big problem. And all that's happening is story upon story upon story. Story believed, story believed, story believed. All, all again, we may or may not think of it this way, but it all seems to be coming from, from this mind place. And it's just heavy and feels so real and like such a problem. But beyond all that big generalization, before you get to anxiety and depression and should and shouldn't and me and and past and used to and going to and all of those those more generalized words, there's just this. There's just energy. There's just what's here. And then it, and then it's spun into a really heavy story, and that's what looks like a problem. And that's where it looks like a mind is doing it. And, you know, even as I say, like, I'm going to talk about the mind. I'll talk about what the mind does. That's like my favorite phrase. That's just what minds do. So it's not that we can't talk about it at that level. We, we, we live in story. We live in, in story of continuity and cause and effect and a mind and what I did and what you chose and all of that. And it really, really matters really matters for our freedom to see that that's a story and it's not the end of the road. It's not like the only option. It's not the truth. It's a story. It matters for the same reason that it matters to see that any concept is just a concept. The story is very a very real story. The dream is a very real dream. It feels incredibly true and real when you're in it and it's not the full picture. So we just keep going back and forth, poking holes in the cons or just seeing the concepts are concepts. Oh yeah, there's another abstraction. There's another label, which, which reminds us, oh yeah, there's something else. That's not all there is. But we don't, we don't have to lose our ability to relate and, and you know show up on time and remember what we said yesterday that we would do today and all of that good stuff. We just don't need to be a prisoner to it. Again, I just like this line. I just love it so much. All of those thoughts, any thought, any feeling, all of those thoughts are part of a me and my mind story that's simply a story. What if there really just is no me and my mind? My mind does this. There's just what's showing up. There's just this. And there will be a me and my mind story showing up. And that's also just life appearing as a me and my mind story. That's also just what's arising. But there's a lot more to see around that. You know, that can show up and just sometimes be seen for what it is. Just be seen as a story. Just like 
all kinds of thought content can show up, be attributed to a mind. And a mind can be seen as, oh yeah, that's just another label. Student Access Plus is a way to pay one low price for a growing library of digital courses. There are courses on binge eating, over drinking, intrusive thoughts, codependency, chronic pain, and several others that are included. So they're completely free when you're a Student Access Plus member. And yet others like the Just a Thought Companion course, the Being Yourself course, the Little School of Big Change Self-Study that are heavily discounted. It's an amazing way to get the most of what I offer in one place for one low monthly or annual price. It's only $24 a month to get access to everything I mentioned, plus a whole lot more. You can find Student Access Plus on my website at dramyjohnson.com, and I'll put the exact link in the show notes.